This is a download from Ormskirk Christadelphians of one of our Sunday afternoon talks. For more downloads, go to our website, ormskirkchristadelphians.org.uk or join us in person at our meeting room on Moorgate in Ormskirk every Sunday at 1.45pm. We hope you enjoy the talk. Good afternoon everyone. Nice to see you. We're going to talk about the forgiveness of sins, the covering of sin. First of all, we want to say that the Bible has principles about how sins are forgiven and it also uses symbology for I'm sure everyone in this room if they had to say a person's name looking at that lamb what would would he say? That's right the answer as I've heard is Jesus we read this in John it says behold the lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world so the Bible talks about symbols and there's a symbol of Jesus so let's think about this idea of covering shall we and that will help us in the symbols mentioned and then what we're going to do is put all this into reality and see how sins are forgiven in a real sense in the name in the life of King David so the covering of sin the Old Testament speaks a lot about atonement culminating in the great day of atonement the word atonement means to cover I'm covered with this shirt that's, it's just covering that's what it means the word atonement Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Let us think then why we need a covering. This is the Garden of Eden, the the paradise of God. just slightly off there it should be okay it says and they were both naked the man and his wife and were not ashamed they didn't need a covering at all Adam and Eve and why was that why because they had not sinned it's as simple as that They hadn't sinned, so they didn't need a covering. You see, shame, there was no shame of sin to cover. They only had one commandment to keep. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Or the Hebrew is, 
dying you shall die. The woman was deceived. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for fruit, food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of the fruit and ate, and also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. So Adam, Adam and Eve covered their nakedness with fig leaves. They were ashamed because they had sinned. But these coverings were unacceptable to God for a covering for sin. They were not allowed to keep them. It says, also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them. So where did those clothes come from? Where did the covering come from? It came from a lamb. And we know what a lamb is symbolic of. It says, The next day John saw Jesus coming towards him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John 1 verse 29. There's no doubt whatsoever about it. Jesus is symbolic or the lamb is symbolic of Jesus. In the Revelation it says, the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Revelation 13 verse 8. The lamb slain from the foundation of the world, the lamb slain in the beginning for coverings for Adam and Eve was a real lamb. The lamb was a shadow it represented the Lord Jesus Christ. The lamb was a symbol, a shadow, a figure of the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ about 4,000 years later on. Lesson. We cannot cover our own sins. It's no good just saying, well, we're going to be nice to everyone in the world. We're going to do nice things. We have to do the right thing according to what God says. We don't make our own coverings. It's God who supplies. So the lesson is, only God can cover our sins. With the Lamb of God. So the lesson, God covers sin his way. See, here's time. In the Bible, the shadow comes first. We can see a shadow. And then that which makes the shadow comes secondly. 
Here's the shadow. It was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world, a real lamb. Here's the reality, the Lord Jesus Christ who died on a cross. How can we be covered by the covering of God? Do we have to go and take a lamb and slaughter it and put its skin on us? Galatians 3 tells us, For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptised into Christ have put on Christ. That's how we do it in baptism. The New International Version says, For all of you who were baptised into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. The idea of covering like a clothing So, for all of you who were baptised into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. To be clothed with Christ starts with baptism. It continues with the putting on of the character of Christ. It's not just a case of going under the water. That's meaningless on its own. But we have to put on the character of Christ. And we read about the character of Christ here in the Bible. And it tells us how to live. And that's what we do next. We have to produce the fruit of the Spirit. We have to put these things on. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. All these things we need to put on. The Bible says in Revelation 19 verse 7. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come. And his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen. Clean and bright. For the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. So that means we've done something about our baptism. We've been baptised and then we've followed the Lord Jesus Christ in righteous acts. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, etc. The Barak the Bible talks about a marriage to come between the Christ and his bride, the church, the ecclesia. In Revelation it says, Behold, I am coming as a thief. Blessed is he who watches and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. So there's that idea of nakedness again which reminds us of sin and shame which we saw in the Garden of Eden. Nakedness is a symbol for sin. When sin comes, shame follows closely behind. Tradition says the high priest would check to see if the priests were awake. If not, 
their garments would be burnt and they would run home naked and people would see their shame. Clearly, if we do not watch, which means to be spiritually awake, then our garments can be taken from us. So it's a continual living the life of God. Got six slides left. But even if we're baptized, we still sin. And our garment becomes unclean with sin. So how can we get rid of that sin, basically? Well, the Bible tells us how. What should we do if we sin? This is what the Bible tells us to do. He who covers his sin will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. So if we sin, we confess it to God and then forsake it, we try not to do it again and then God will have mercy. Remember, God's mercy is great. Peter asked, didn't he, how many times must I forgive my brother? Seven times? No, seven times 70. We continually sin. But the point is we're trying not to. The fine linen is the righteousness of saints. So we can imagine this linen garment symbolic of our righteous acts of being loving and following God's ways. But the wedding garment can be stained with sin when we act unrighteously. You see, if we act unrighteously, we need to pray. If we confess our sins, 1 John 1 verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So the power, is, power of God is that great that if we confess our sins, all of our sins can be forgiven. All of them. So our unrighteousness is taken away. It's a summary. We cannot cover, cover our own sin. We should not try to cover our own sin. Only God can cover sin perfectly. What can we do about it? Have faith in God and his son. Repent and be baptised into Christ. Produce fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, etc. Galatians 5. Confess sin in prayer before God. Forgive others. Forgive us our sins as we forgive them that sin against us. Forsake sin. Try not to sin again. 
even though we we do it constantly, but we try not to. It's if we are open with God, not hiding our sin, God in turn will cover our sin by the righteousness of his son. So there's a marriage supper of the Lamb to come, and it says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And here's the wife in a lovely, clean garment. So every time this garment becomes dirty with sin, remember we go back to God, confess it, forsake it, and then carry on in the ways of God. And God will forgive all our sins. So those are the symbols that we read in the Bible, or some of them on on this subject. It's very simple but profound subject. And it can help us in our lives. Finally then, we'll just have a quick few thoughts on Psalm 51. (coughs) Psalm 51 we had ready. So we've looked at the principles and we've looked at the symbols in the Bible. We can apply them in life. Now, you may think, well, my sins are so bad I can't be forgiven. Well, that's not true, because God will forgive any sins where we repent. Psalm 51 talks, it says at the start that we read, it says to the chief musician, a psalm of David, that's King David, when Nathan the prophet came unto him after he had gone into Bathsheba. King David like the rest of us, had human nature and he made a a big mistake. He committed adultery. He went with another man's wife. And also he had her husband killed in war. So he was a murderer and he was an adulterer. But God forgave him. 100% he still had to live with the consequence of what he did but he was forgiven totally and we read just read a few verses verse 1 have mercy upon me O God according to thy loving kindness according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies blot out my transgressions wash me throughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, only thee, have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. That thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shaped in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. So we can see from here, he didn't say, uh, well, it's someone else's fault or it was only half me it wasn't really me he just said I have sinned drastically I'm in your hands and God forgave him for what he had done 
It says in another psalm that he kept himself from the iniquity. And finally, um, verse, verse 16. For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. He couldn't give a sacrifice for adultery or murder under the law. There wasn't one. Else would I give it, thou delightest not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. <coughs> o God, thou wilt not despise. So it broke David and he was very sorry for what he had done. So there's a real example of someone's done something very terrible and yet he was a very godly man and he was forgiven. So he was forgiven, we can be forgiven too if we continue in the ways of God. So hopefully this has been helpful and shows you that we serve a God who is very, very merciful and if we turn from our evils, he will remember none of our sins against us so that we can be waiting for his son to come back from heaven soon and be in his mercy offered a place in his kingdom. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed that talk. For more downloads, videos, information about what we believe and details of our meeting times, go to our website, Ormskirk Christadelphians.org. Dot uk